Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome everyone to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself are covering the life of Kara Mund. And today we're going to be talking about this former Miss America who's known for her courageous go-against-the-grain behavior. And Kara began making history as the first Miss America from North Dakota In September 2017, she was crowned Miss America 2018 in Atlantic City. This Ivy League school graduate made her mark in the world as she spoke out against the current Miss America leadership towards the end of her reign. Cara released a lengthy and detailed letter describing her mistreatment during her time as Miss America. And Cara prides herself on being a well-spoken and highly educated woman who is now pursuing law school at Georgetown University Law Center in Washington, D.C. Georgetown is like the most beautiful campus I've ever been on. It is gorgeous, but side note. Um, However, pageants and school are not the only things Cara succeeds at. And Cara is a national award-winning choreographer and dancer. And she is also a national goodwill ambassador for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. She's only 24 years old and has accomplished a lifetime of achievements thus far. And although she is most known for her letter against MAO, we promise that after this episode, you'll remember her for so much more. Yeah. Cara was born and raised in Bismarck, North Dakota. At a young age, Cara showed interest in the arts and dance. She began dancing at the age of two, which allowed her to train for four summers with the Radio City Rockettes, which is an iconic American dance team. And in 2019, the Rockettes named Cara as a fruitful Rockette woman. It's one of the awards that they dub um, standout talents. And Cara became well-versed in many extracurricular activities starting in high school. She attended Century High School and graduated as the class valedictorian. So no big deal. <laughs> yeah, smart and, dance. Yeah. yeah what right. else? She was part of the school speech team, clearly, mm-hmm. uh, the cheerleading team, and the National Honor Society president. And, of course, addition, Girls State, Girls Nation programs, to name a few. And for those not familiar with Girls State and Girls Nation, there's Boys State and Boys Nation as well. But it recognizes uh, multifaceted leaders within high schools. And they go to these exclusive camps and training programs, et cetera. So you have to be selected. So it's pretty prestigious. Yeah, in the same way with National Honor Society. For those of you that maybe don't live in the United States and you don't have this in your country, um, they take um, your academics into consideration and also, your involvement in these extracurricular activities, clubs, mm-hmm. et cetera, like Girl State and Girls National Programs to get you voted in. Um, yep. And it's very prestigious. And she was the president, so she led that. So that was um, pretty awesome. And so interestingly enough, like in high school, like Kara, she was also voted most likely to become Miss America. Like coincidence? I think not. (laughs) (laughs) And while Kara enjoys the many opportunities she had in high school, she also went through a very tragic and humbling experience. She witnessed a sick friend pass away on her 14th birthday, and the family wanted the money collected to be donated to charity. So um, not a not a fairy tale 
childhood if that's the case. Yeah. And since this experience, Cara wanted to find a way to give back to children who were suffering from life-threatening medical conditions. And this was when she began organizing an annual fashion show for the Make-A-Wish Passion with Fashion fundraiser. That's fun lettering to it. Mm-hmm. To date, Cara raised over $80,000 for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and she was officially recognized by the then president Barack Obama in 2011. And I think it's important to note that before MAO became officially tied with Children's Miracle Network, there were so many queens that were already invested in them and I feel like they kind of get their efforts kind of get overshadowed because it's like so many contestants will have their own platform and then also do CMN as like a side to make sure they're covering all their bases, but then you have someone like Kara who was invested from the very beginning before it was a requirement. So just important to note that she was from the start really involved. Yeah, that is a good, that is a good differentiator. Yep. And she then enrolled at Brown university for her post-secondary education. And to no surprise, Cara was very involved in on-campus activities. She served as a teaching assistant for the engineering department and was also a research assistant for two years. And you could find her giving campus tours for the university or as the president of the sorority Kappa Delta. Yeah. Um, so, Gosh, I, I want I want to go back and ask a question about yeah. platform. I, I want to get your opinion on this because I mean we do have a lot of listeners that compete in Miss World um, and like you know Miss Earth and just all the different systems. So if you have an organization like Miss World that has their own nonprofit organization that they uh, like uh, Beauty with a Purpose, right? Yeah. Does it hurt your efforts if you have your own? nonprofit social impact initiative going into the pageant when the national organization has their own? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think you have to maintain your own. And the reason being is if, if there's 50 contestants and they're all talking about one cause, you're not setting yourself apart. Yeah. So you still need to have your own identity that you can talk about. And because Oftentimes, you're choosing a platform because it's a story that's connected to you. So you don't want to lose that story because it helps make you who you are. But I will say you don't want to underplay the national platform. So you want to think the national or the international platform. You want to think about how you as a title holder can not only fulfill your story and your purpose, but that as well. And if you really want to go the extra mile, you can tie yours in with that. It's not always as seamless as you'd want it to be. Like, confidence and environmental awareness don't necessarily always have a direct path, but you could talk about like helping others will help you feel better about yourself. And here's the three steps we would talk about. Um, so you could integrate it both ways, but I don't, I don't think you want to ever put your story to the back burner as a result of a national platform because you still need to stand out. Yeah. And I agree with you that it's not necessarily going to hurt your chances. They're not going to say, Oh, she's everything that we ever wanted. But she's not supporting our social impact initiative yet, you know, because that's really just the national platform that the national pageant has adopted. So when you are their title holder and you have won that crown, you will need to you know, represent that particular organization. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stop doing your own thing, but it's right. just theirs takes like precedent. So I really like what you said, too, about putting some thought into how can you tie what your passion is and what you're doing into, um, you know, for example, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and something, so I have two more points and then we can move on from this. One, 
like we talked about, um, so with my clients, I follow a rule of three for almost everything because three is a large enough number when you're determining your identity words. It's when you're creating your title holder plan, your action words. It's like, okay, what are the three things you want to accomplish? What are your three goals? What are your three words? Whatever they are, three is a good number for me when it comes to preparing because it's thorough. So if your pageant has a standalone cause that everyone's expected to be a part of, pick three goals that you as a title holder can help fulfill for that platform. You should have the same for yours. And and that way you're able to speak to it. And then I would also identify three facts or stats that make that that cause important to you. So here's why it ties in together. So that's the first thing I'll say is rule of three yourself. Hmm. If you can't get through three goals of how you can directly impact their platform, you need to do more work. Um, And then beyond that, if you are like think outside the box. So if your platform, like I said before, is confidence, but you're competing in a pageant with environmental awareness, you have to be creative. So ask the most creative people in your life. So one of your activities when you visit a Girl Scouts group or a girl's school is maybe get a local gardening team to donate soil and seeds and you have them plant a flower. And it's like watching that flower grow is like your confidence blooming, but it also is great for the environment because we're creating more I don't know anything about the environment, so nice I mean, not that. pretend that I know the right word. <laughs> nice o- tie-in. Oxygenation, like, is that a word? I don't know. More oxygen, more plants are always good, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was not my platform, so I can't speak to it. But ask the most creative people you know because there's odds are there's something underlying that you can really make magic with. Really like the idea about the flower. That, that, that was good. It was a really good on-the-spot tie-in. Great job. So yeah, Adam, next next year at Miss Miss Earth, we'll see forty girls that are doing <laughs> um, confidence tie-ins between flowers and the yeah. environment. Yeah, you heard and, it here first. Yeah, and really, if you need <laughs> if you need additional um, somebody to sound off, this would be like sign up for coaching, right? Like you know, sign up, do a month, so talk to Jesse. Um, or whatever I other coaches rabbits in my hat. Yeah. Like, they're all there for your pleasure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And it gives them a different ideas. Um, so this is going to be kind of an awkward transition because we've, we're recapping what we said before and then we're going to yeah. go into our coaching moment. But so in 2016, um, Cara, she graduated from Brown university, which is a very prestigious school. And she, um, graduated with honors with a degree in business, entrepreneurship and organizations. Again, coincidentally enough, uh, Cara's thesis was on Miss America. Yeah. And I want to go into a coaching moment here and I'm going to say it sensitively, this is a phrase that I never forget, and it's never meet your heroes. And I don't mean that literally. Like, you do want to meet your heroes. It's pretty exciting. But oftentimes when you meet your heroes, you're left disappointed because we forget they're real people and they have faults um, and they have other challenges or maybe they're not behind closed doors, same person they are on big screen. And everyone and everything has positive and negatives, and it's important not to live with rose-colored glasses. So you can see... To this point, and we'll, t- we'll recap more details as we continue to go, Kara loved, loved slash loves the Miss America organization so much. And as we know, there was a really ugly demise in how she was treated. So with that, like to say, like to w- go through life and say, okay, this company is the company I want to work for. It's my dream company. I guarantee there are people there that are like, I hate working for this dang company. Like it is the worst Yeah. because you're seeing it from an outsider's perspective and you just idolize everything they do. So I say this without trying to crush any hopes and dreams. It's just be realistic about people that you look up to and organizations 
And I would say, even if you can think about what they could improve on as you idolize them too, and hope that they can make those changes. So like with Cara, her thesis, she was voted most likely to be Miss America. And she has several other pieces that led her to this pinnacle in her life. But then it wasn't, it definitely wasn't what she expected it to be. I'll say that. Um, so in life in general, keep your expectations uh, realistic. Hmm. Well said. Okay. And although Cara, Cara was accepted to Notre Dame Law School in 2016, she passed on the opportunity to pursue pageants and more importantly, the job of Miss America. Cara is passionate about politics and law. Her degree or her goal was to use the scholarship money that she had earned from pageantry to fund her Juris Doctorate degree. She what she has worked as an intern at the office of the U.S. Senator John Hoven for five months in 2016. Wow. Yeah. And her political leadership potential is in her bloodline. She's related to Victoria Claflin Woodhall, the first woman to run for U.S. president, the first woman to operate a brokerage firm on Wall Street, and one of the first females to found a newspaper. And with all of this, Cara aspires to become the governor of North Dakota in the future. And I think that's very plausible. Wow. She, she comes from a nice lineage. That's, that's, mm -hmm. She's got to be really proud of that. And I could see like where a lot of that strength comes from. It's like in her DNA. Absolutely. Yeah. So as you've learned, um, everything Cara does, she really just seems to excel at. And this includes <laughs> pageantry. And she began pageantry as a child, capturing the titles of Little Miss North Dakota, Miss Preteen North Dakota, and Miss Junior Teen North Dakota. And in 2010, she was Miss Red River Valley's Outstanding Teen. And then she went on to compete at Miss North Dakota's Outstanding Teen in 2010. And she won that state title. And this allowed her to compete at MAOT 2011. And she was the fourth runner up at the um, Miss North Dakota Teen USA pageant. So um, I don't. I don't know what she placed at MAOT, um, but I mean, that experience alone has definitely set her, set her up for success. Yeah. And then after graduating from Brown University, Cara's heart was set on the Miss America pageant. And in 2016, she was Miss Oil Country, and uh, which is naturally a local pageant. And that and placed um, as the first runner up to Miss North Dakota 2016. Close, but not close enough. And Cara only had one year left. So, or I'm sorry, one year later, Cara competed at the Miss North Dakota 2017 pageant as Miss Northern Lights. And at this time, she didn't fall short. She was crowned Miss North Dakota 2017 and was on her way to bringing North Dakota its first Miss America crown. And what was interesting about Cara's preparation leading up to Miss America is that she was not on many people's prediction lists. And this did not disappoint her, and she would not let it impact her preparation at all. Yeah, and Cara arrived in Atlantic City, New Jersey from for the 2018 Miss America pageant. During the preliminary competition, Cara was named the first runner-up for the Quality of Life Award. And for those that are not familiar with that award, it's extremely prestigious, ex extremely. So basically, you apply to be a Quality of Life finalist. And they go through all of your community service, your involvement, your civic engagement, et cetera. Um, and it is just like the best of the best contestants at Miss America that have gone on to be huge inspirations to women across America long after have been winners and runners up to that award. It's very prestigious. Mm -hmm. And on finals night, Cara moved her way into the group of semifinalists. She performed a self-choreographed jazz dance to Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel as her talent. Yeah, I mean, how awesome. I mean, she went to Brown. You know, she's obviously this accomplished rocket uh, dancer and then like 
great at choreography and she choreographs her own like dance on the stage of Miss America. That's got to be a very fulfilling moment for her. Like all those gifts and talents really just accumulated. Like how could she not win Miss America at that point? Mm -hmm. And I think someone like, again, not on everyone's radar, people probably had no idea about this. Yeah. They're like, what the heck is going on here? Like Miss North Dakota, this never happens. But then you like read between the lines and you see everything she's experienced in life. And you're like, Oh duh. Yeah. Like, well, of course. <laughs> it, well, I, I had a, uh, Renata and I, we hosted a, a certain uh, state title holder um, last night for Roddy Pizza Night. And um, so we were talking and she said that um, in her class and for her, for her year, like the girl who won, she was asking, cause they were on a certain retreat or whatever. She was asking all the other contestants, like, did any of you think that this girl would win Miss America? And everybody was like, nope, she wasn't even on our radar. So even sometimes contestants are just like, whoa, like how did that happen? Because I mean, the contestants are basically a lot of strangers and they're focused on like winning the crown themselves. And they <laughs> sometimes they're like, whoa, didn't anticipate her winning, but it doesn't even necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It was just like she's flying under the radar. For sure. Yeah. So Cara truly impressed the judges and the audience through her honest and heart-touching answers during the Q&A portion. When she was asked about her opinion on President Trump uh, pulling the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Agreement, she didn't hesitate to mention that this was a bad decision. And she also acknowledged her mother to be her greatest inspiration, as despite being diagnosed with cancer three times, she has taught her to face every situation with positivity. And you see that in Kara completely. Yeah, especially like when she wrote that letter and sent it out. Like it was, she like she did a very good job with that a very initial letter, sticking to the facts. This is what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like a. Gosh, you know how sometimes it's like a woe is me kind of letter. It was just like, hey, this, I mean, it almost read like a legal document of like, this is, this is what's happening. Here's the situation. Just wanted you all to be aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Carp proceeded from the, um, uh, she proceeded from the top five to the top two and then stood alongside Miss Missouri, Jennifer Davis. And Cara Munn made history that night when she was the first woman from North Dakota to win Miss America. She's also the very first Miss America to have graduated from an Ivy Lee school in over 64 years. So 64 years previous is the last time that a Miss America who graduated from an Ivy League school, which, again, those of you outside the U.S., like the the top, the creme to the creme of colleges, that's where Cara... Um, graduated from, and she was the first person to do it in 64 years. Oh, can I ask a trivia question? Yeah. Like, if we if you can't get it right away, it's totally fine, but I will tell the answer. Okay. Which, in the U.S., which Ivy League school is most west? Is most west? I, Geographically. I, yeah, I don't even know. It's Cornell University in Ithaca, New York. So a lot of people think Stanford is an Ivy League school. It's not. Hmm. <laughs> um, it's very prestigious. Uh-huh. So I, I, I actually, when I was asked that question, I guessed Stanford. And I, I now know that it's not an Ivy League school. But, yeah, interesting to know that from – because these are the, some of the earliest established um, educational institutions in the United States. So Cornell University, Ithaca, New York, which isn't west at all, is the most westward. Yeah, I, I couldn't even name the Ivy League schools. I mean, I can name like some of the the more top ones, but I just, I guess it was never a 
nobody in my family had ever went to Ivy League schools or anything like that. So it just wasn't I think on, on the radar. Five, right? That's that's why there are the Ivy League schools. It's IV, like the Roman numeral. Oh. There might be more now, but it's Yale. I def, these are definite. Mm-hmm. Yale, Harvard, Cornell, UPenn, and Brown. UPenn is an University Ivy League? University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that as guessing. I'm just, gosh, never. Now I'm guessing. <laughs> I, it, it's just not a name that I hear in, you know, a consistent name. But I mean, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything because I genuinely do not, do not know. All right, here's eight. I did a quick, a quick Googs. Okay. Google search: Brown, Columbia, Cornell, Dartmouth, Harvard, UPenn, Princeton, and Yale. Oh, oh yeah, Princeton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, you you pen was yep not on the radar okay shocker for you yeah it was it was shocker I learned you learned me something yeah <laughs> that's what I'm here for you know? yeah thank you anyway um so Cara geared up for an intense yet exciting year for being Miss America 2018 she knew this was an extensively time consuming job but was more than ready for the challenge. Yeah, not only did Cara win $50,000 in scholarship money, but she was also able to serve as the 2018 National Goodwill Ambassador for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. This is the Miss America national platform where Cara was excited to make wishes come true and make miracles happen. And she was presented with an incredible amount of opportunities. She was seen in many interviews on Good Morning America in the March-April 2018 issue of the Alumni Magazine for Brown University and attended the President's State of the Union address amongst many other impressive appearances. However, what America and the world were seeing from the outside was a very poor and inaccurate representation of the reality what Cara was experiencing. A few months into Cara's reign, the Miss America organization underwent new leadership. This meant Cara was now working for the former Miss America, Gretchen Carlson, and new CEO, Regina Hopper. And for eight months, Cara continued fulfilling her role as Miss America, traveling across the country, completing interviews, and making many other appearances. And in August of 2018, Cara released a very detailed five-page letter describing the mistreatment she was facing for the majority of her reign. Yeah, the words bullying, systematic silence, to reduce, belittle, and ex- and excluded were used throughout the letter. The letter was written in Cara's, I'm sorry, the letter was written to Cara's Miss America sisters and to the girls who would compete for Miss America in the future. Overall, she wanted to voice her voice to be heard for a better future for the following Miss America. And in the days following the release of Cara's letter, there was an uproar in the pageant community and in the media. Millions of people flocked to Cara's defense and to support her as she had expressed that for the majority of the year, she did not feel like Miss America. Yeah, which is, I feel like this was exacerbated even because like of the shift of the old regime. Like Sam Haskell, he got kicked out for the mistreatment. And then they brought in basically a, a woman leadership in the hopes that you know, Miss Americas would be better treated. And then basically this happened too, right on the heels of that. So people were like, mm-hmm. what? I thought it was going mm-hmm. better, right? That was the, so until she um, told everyone, no one else was any of the wiser. And really looking back, her letter was the start of the end for both like Gretchen and Regina. Mm-hmm. Because had she not done that, like everybody else probably would have just just dealt with it, you know. So 
kudos to her. So she appeared, so Cara appeared on Good Morning America shortly after the letter's public release, stating that this was going against her contract, but that speaking her voice was more important at that moment, and she was prepared for whatever consequences would be. And she said, this is a quote from her Good Morning America interview after the letter came out, and she said, there's so much more about doing what is right than the crown. Um, which brings me to a coaching moment too, because we've heard about Cara's lineage of strong women. And this is a, one of my favorite quotes is actually from Harry Potter. So big nerd alert. Um, <laughs> it says dark times lie ahead of us and there will be a time when we must choose between what is easy and what is right. And it would have been very easy for Cara to just accept this treatment and go away um, when the end of her reign was completed, but she chose to, stand up for herself um, amongst what she knew would be scrutiny. And it's one of those things where Cara's entire reign probably felt like she was overshadowed. Mm -hmm. And she was probably told what she had to say and how she had to say it because of someone had to be the voice of all these changes. And for that to be for her to have the confidence to come out in the middle of her reign and speak against her bosses. Yeah. Holy moly, the strength. And then the one thing that stuck with me is like she went through the diatribe of everything that had happened and she said something about her her finale walk would be like 30 seconds. Remember that vaguely? Yeah, I do. And I was like, well, for me, like if that happens, it's all true because why lie about one thing, you know? Yeah. And then it turned out, in fact, like she had like the smallest farewell ever. Yeah. Out of all the (laughs) out of all the Miss Americas, it was just like, okay, bye. (laughs) Next. Which which again, like. She spoke out against the the transition of the the system, which she loved. She had spent 20 plus years of her life. Well, maybe not 20, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Most of her life idolizing this organization, dreaming of this role like we talked about earlier. And then to see what it had become for her could not have been easy. Imagine how scary this would have been. I mean, like the amount of courage it took for her to speak out and to say this because you are at this point on an island and mm-hmm. you are the buffer. I mean, she still had to talk to Regina and, uh, oh, and yeah. Gretchen, right? I mean, so you know, because I, I mean, I know this because we've posted things about Miss America and then their lawyers say like, hey, like, take this down. Um, you know, so I could only imagine the pressure that she experienced by posting this on Facebook. And you know, those same people were calling her. Take this down. Take this down. You can't say yeah. that. It's against your contract. Take this down. So, and then she just had to just stick to her guns and just say, nope, it's staying up. And the thing is, like, and then she goes on, like, Good Morning America, which is the biggest news platform in America, and just says, hey, this is how they're treating me. And at the same time, you know those same people or like you cannot go on this. You cannot. They're go literally probably standing right behind the camera. Yeah, you cannot go on. Yeah, you cannot do this. You cannot do this. And I know that during Miss America, because I was there this year, that, um, or I'm sorry, that, that during 2018, that Cara she got the news media into our hotel. <laughs> I mean, not to like we're not in a nice room, but the same hotel because we were staying um, with all the formers. Um, so. It was it was staying in the same hotel as all the former Miss Americas because we were like hosting, like helping like organize stuff. And so she did the the news media thing in the lobby there. And we like Miss America didn't know until <laughs> the news crew started rolling up. 
Dang. Yeah. So it was like some of those like mic drop moments. And you could tell that when she understood that the industry was behind her and supporting her, it's almost like she gained more confidence in it. But those moments before she hit that submit button on Facebook to post that article had to have been very like heartbeat moment. And she was probably refreshing the screen like, oh, gosh. What's going to happen? And then you know her phone started ringing and text messages started coming, both in support and you like you need to answer my phone call. You need to take this down, whatever. Yeah, and I mean, personal branding moment, and this is me speculating too, it's like your entire year, all of these changes happened. Leadership change, huge scandal in the previous leadership. I think that was the same year that they got rid of swimsuit. Yeah, yeah, it was. So swimsuit was eliminated. So if you're like, you know, I'm trying to set myself up for a lifetime of success and I didn't train my whole life for this job for diddly squat afterwards. Like this is my chance to have my name be heard. And this is my legacy. Yeah. So I think definitely one standing up for the injustice probably was her key, her key goal. I would say very smart move from a personal branding standpoint, though, to do that as well. Yeah. So I, I have faith that the intentions were were um, were pure, but yeah. definitely a benefit to it. Well, and then I feel like as I'm reading more of her stuff, right, as the year goes on, you sense like an increased frustration or just like a dismay because like still nothing's being done mm-hmm. to, to change it. So it's almost like you can see like other letters are like – posts or comments are from a place of just like like kind of just exhaustion like i cannot believe like nothing is being done about this like my voice is not being heard on the rainy miss america it's still going on and it's like getting worse in the treatment so understandably so but it really did set her up powerfully for her for her personal brand because that's the kind of leader you want with your organization like somebody that's willing to confront the leadership first Right, which I'm sure she probably did. I'm mm-hmm. sure she probably spoke to Regina and um, Gretchen first, and was like, "Well, hey, probably when they were calling her Kira, they were, she was like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the first, and then they were like, okay, Kira, sounds, sounds great, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And because this is like what we've heard from other Miss Americas, but after that's ignored, she's like, "Okay, I got to up the ante. I got to get more people involved. I, I got to, you know, basically lobby for this this viewpoint." And then that's when it scaled up. But as an organization, I know within our organization, I want to know if the staff feels like I'm off point as a leader because like, oh, gosh, that's the boundaries. You know, that's those boundaries. They keep you safe and they keep you protected. They keep everyone in the organization protected. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, kudos to her. The amount of strength and the confidence, like really, I mean, she's she's somebody to be admired and looked up to. So just like what she has in her lineage. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, as you and I were both kind of talking, but I mean, a pageant is a pageant, a crown is a crown. They mean nothing unless there's integrity, honesty, and respect integrated into them. Card demonstrated this very bravely throughout her reign, and most notably when she released her letter. She realized that having a crown and a title meant nothing if she was not able to use her voice to speak out against wrongful actions and behaviors. And this is important to remember, like for any pageant, the ones that you're representing there listening to this podcast. Even 
if there are consequences, it's always more important to do what's right. And some of the other changes that went on throughout the year include Miss America announcing the elimination of swimsuit, as we already alluded to, and also the cutting down of the farewell of Miss America to 30 seconds. Well, you know, that's actually true because this past Miss America competition, the anti-pageant, um, <laughs> Nia, I did watch because um, I was curious. But Nia, I don't think, got a farewell at all. I feel like, I vaguely remember that being a huge criticism, and I feel like I even commented on it. Um, so, yeah. like, what's up with that? Like, ugh. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, hmm. I'm rem- I'm remembering now and getting annoyed as I remember. Um, <laughs> I did not watch it, so I I don't know. I'll take your opinion on it. Well, and I I love Camille too, the current Miss America. Um, even though we have differences um, on what Miss America, like you and I, have differences with the organization about like what we believe it should be. Um, I still support Camille as a person and as a Miss America, she's doing a great job. So I certainly hope they allow her the opportunity to be recognized. Everyone who spends that much time and energy into a position should get um, mm-hmm. off soapbox. Yeah. So it's important <laughs> to mention that even before Cara's letter was posted, that 22 states had signed the petition calling for Gretchen Carlson and the current MAO board to resign. Now, almost two years after the incident, both Gretchen and Regina are no longer on the MAO board. They're both left the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. And Cara finished her year as Miss America with an outstanding number of people now supporting her after knowing the struggles she went through. It is difficult to imagine how she was able to compete her year after the experiences she went through, but it is clear that she needed to be the one to speak up so changes could be made. Yeah, since then, Cara can be seen posting on social media for her support to her Miss America sisters that follow her. She crowned Nia Franklin as Miss New York in Is Miss America 2019. And ever since, Cara can be seen judging other prestigious pageants, including USA National Miss, International United Miss. I met her very briefly. She was judging National American Miss. And uh, she even judged, which I love this shade so much, she judged <laughs> Miss Universe 2019. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Cara, she's also pursuing an employment law at Georgetown University Law Center. She has proven time and time again that nothing can get in her way of her goals. And it really is an interesting path um, of her pursuing employment law since she had a, like a lot of experience going against a dominant employer. And it's challenging to not feel angry and frustrated when reading over Cara's letter. But it is also a sign of courage and resilience. And Cara has been an exceptional example that speaking up for what is right is much more important than any title, crown, or pageant. Yeah, we hope and know that Cara will continue to do amazing things for her life, whether it be in philanthropy, law, pageants, or politics, or all the above. (laughs) She was and she always will be Miss America 2018. And I will end with um, a quote from the letter to her Miss America sisters. She says, I never expected or wanted to have to be a whistleblower. I am so saddened that the board seems more inclined to look the other way than to speak out. I ask you for your help, support, and voices because I, I have no doubt that without them, the leadership will simply continue to push out, silence, and tighten security to reduce access around Miss America. Miss America is fragile right now. She needs all of us if she is going to survive. Yeah, and I do love that. And we all do want Miss America to survive. Yeah, we, we all we all do want Miss America the pageant to survive because we believe in like what it is. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
the challenges if they're just pushing away the pageant community, which I've already said in a video, so I will not go further. So if you want to and would like to be featured, uh, a featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special, then email support at pageantplanet.com with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile. We'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you are scheduled. And also a special shout out to Maria Gerlando for doing the research. Thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or for ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.